Hey guys, real quick before we get started, we are doing a free giveaway for listeners between now and May 31st. Cash prizes, free swag, Yacht Meetup tickets, San Diego Padre tickets, and more. All you got to do to qualify is go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and drop a five-star review. Send a screenshot to giveaway at summerscapital.com and we'll be selecting lucky winners May 31st. As always, I appreciate the support. Now let's jump into the show. I was broke. And so I knew it was a good deal. So I was like, let's lock this up. So we locked it up. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my time to figure out some some financing. And so I got creative. Um, I didn't know how I was gonna take it down. I got very creative. I went and started calling all these hard money lenders. I started reaching out to everyone I knew in the space. I was like, hey, do you know any private like money lenders that that would fund something like this? And so I was able to find a lender. And this particular deal didn't need a ton of mm-hmm. work. It just needed a little love. And I still own that deal today. So uh, I say all this in that you know the value add doesn't always have to be this heavy renovation. It doesn't have to be this like big project. It can just be you simply just finding a really good deal and stepping into that good deal and just walking into the equity. Welcome to the Rich Summers Report, where we talk real estate, business, and wealth building, all while keeping it real. No fluff, no BS. I hope that you enjoy the show. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Report Saturday edition. And I got my co-host, Miss Alex Johnson. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you. How's it going? It's going really good. We're just wrapping up a super fun and productive uh, week. We had a closing this week. We also hosted a meetup. Um, But I got to say, this was probably the smoothest closing (laughs) week I've ever had, ever. I know you kept saying that like before we we're officially closed and I'm like, don't jinx it, like <laughs> knocking on wood. But yeah, it, it really was pretty smooth. You kept saying that and I kept knocking on wood <laughs> and it ended up being smooth. Yeah, and so now it's it in the books. Um, but we can officially say that we uh, added a third deal this year, a uh, third hotel into our boutique hotel fund. Huge shout out to um, our investors. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to all of our investors and, and, and shout out to the whole team for pulling through and and everyone involved. But um, it is kind of crazy because like, you know, most of these transactions, there's always like hiccups and things that, you know, come up that are mm-hmm. unexpected. But this one went as smooth as it could possibly go. Yeah, it was great. I also think like because we picked it up from the lender um, that we already had a good relationship with, there was already that trust factor. So mm-hmm. um, things were pretty smooth. But um, and then we hosted the meetup. Yep. Uh, Beers and deals. This was our 16th meetup of the year. Uh, That's you, crazy. You, you were responsible for hosting a lot of these and, and putting them all together. Like, what, what does it feel like? Yeah, it, it was cool to kind of see when we were recapping everything yesterday. Um, it's it's cool to see it looking back and see like the guests that we had and just, um, you know, how everything came together. It's it's pretty cool. I think we you know, we've met so many great people. Uh, we've had a lot of great guests and um, people can just keep showing up and uh yeah, I got some like regulars now and it's, it's pretty cool to see in hindsight, uh, just everything listed out like that. So appreciate everyone always coming and supporting us and, um, showing up to the meetups. Yeah. It is cool to see all the folks that have come out. I mean, there's, there's people that have partnered with each other. They've done deals together. Yeah. Um, and there's folks from all walks of life. I mean, people that have a lot of experience, there's people that never done a deal before and they're, they're looking to learn how to do it. Um, so it's cool to see, but we did host a few meetups this year, uh, with, you know, some of our podcast guests, which was kind of yeah. cool. Um, we hosted one out in Scottsdale at, at our luxury rent, rental out there, Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was with Pace Morby. That was um, fun. we hosted a couple back here, Justin Spalding, uh, Mikey Taylor, Jorge Contreras. 
um, to name a few. Yep. Um, so excited for that. And I think next year we'll continue to bring on some guests and kind of pair them with the, with the meetups, um, which I, I love doing that. It's fun, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool to see and, um, just appreciate everyone coming out and yeah, it, it's fun kind of lining it up with, with the guests. I think it adds a little, uh, something for them too. you know, they come in record and then they're able to kind of let loose a little bit and meet everyone. And it, it just kind of comes full, full circle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What would you say your biggest takeaway is of, of 2023? Um, just being on the team and just everything that we've been doing to this point. Uh, meetup wise or just everything just in general. I mean, it's been a, a great year. It's crazy to look back. I mean, I think about what we were doing a year ago. Um, I had just started with the team a couple months prior and, uh, we were just kind of figuring it out. You know, I think we always are. Um, I think we have really a good team that all kind of complements each other, you know, whether it's like you coming in with like a creative idea and then we all kind of band together to, to get it done. I think we have like a, a good group of people in place and we all kind of complement each other's strengths and weaknesses, but it's been really fun. I've learned a lot, just kind of building a company and everything that goes into that. I think it's all stuff that is, uh, it's just been great to learn. And we, we come in, you know, we're all friends and we're all figuring it out together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I've enjoyed the most. I think my biggest takeaway is because prior to this, you know, I was buying real estate with a couple old partners of my, of mine. Um, you know, and whenever there was a decision to be made, it was like grueling hours and yeah. hours of meetings just to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And we make thousands of decisions every month, yeah. really, if you break it down to all these little ones. And when it takes hours and days and, and weeks just to make one decision, yeah, you're not going to move very fast. And so yeah. I think my biggest takeaway is like, you know, being on our own um, with this dynamic with our team, it's like we can make decisions really quickly and yeah. we just go. Yeah. And, you know, I think it allows us to uh, grow a lot quicker because because of that. Yeah. We decide quick. We move quick. We uh, and I, I think that's important, you know, just even if you're unsure Sometimes you just have to decide and, and go for it. If, if you're toying around with ideas or just undis- indecisive for so long, then uh, you're never going to get anywhere. So I think that's one one thing that we do uh, well together. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, we got one more event tonight. Yes. The, the Beers and Deals on Wednesday was not our last event of the year, but we got one more tonight. We got a private holiday party for um, our investors and our mastermind members and some of our closer group uh, here at the Summers Capital HQ headquarters. Um, we got what? Two sushi, two sushi chefs coming out. We got sushi uh, chefs. I know it's always hard to say. Andrea's trying to schedule a magician. <laughs> she's really, yeah, she's really going for that magi- magician. But yeah, it'll be fun. I think back to last year because this is our second year having it here. Last year, we we're like running around like all crazy. But I think it's just with all the events and everything we've done this year, you know, we have a couple of vendors that we've worked with a few times. So it's like, I don't want to jinx anything, but you know, it's, they're easy, they're really easy to work with and they make it easy on us. So it's, uh, you know, it's just going to be a fun time, uh, just to celebrate with a lot of people who have been like an integral part of our success this year. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the ice sculpture and I'm very excited yeah. for this 360 photo booth. <laughs> I've, I've seen them like on social media, but I've yeah. never actually seen it in person. So I'm excited to see what the hype is all about. It'll be fun. Yeah. It's a good, uh, it, it's, it's fun. It's interactive. So gives us something to do. Yeah. So anyways, that brings us to our topic for, uh, today. And I really wanted to hone in on the whole idea of like, how do we add value? How do we create value when we buy real estate? Um, because you know, traditionally 
Um, when you add value to real estate, uh, you're often buying tired properties, you're renovating mm-hmm. them, you're making them nice. And then because you're making them nice, you're able to increase rents, you're able to increase income, ADR, occupancy, and that sort of thing. And because a lot of commercial real estate is derived by the income that it spits out, or if you're investing in single family stuff and uh, let's say fix and flips, um, people are willing to pay more for a product that's newly renovated mm-hmm. and looks nice with, with nice finishes. And so um, that is one way uh, to add value. That is the traditional way. Um, another way to add value is to implement better operations. Mm-hmm. A lot of you know properties out there can be underperforming because they don't have the right management system in place. They're not using the right technology. They're not using the, the correct marketing. And so that's another uh, you know popular or common way to add value. Um, there's a bunch of other little ones, but with this deal that we just closed on, uh, this is a prime example. Yep. Uh, it's a 2021 built deal. Uh, we had caught wind of this deal eight weeks ago when our lender was down here uh, touring our, our Little Italy project. And they told Lauren that they were foreclosing on this asset, 2021 built up in Lake Chelan, Washington which is a very popular vacation tourist destination uh, about three hours outside of Seattle Mm -hmm. and about three hours to the west of Spokane. And um, this area is kind of like high desert up there for Washington. So uh, often it could be raining in Seattle, but up there it's, it's nice and sunny, a little bit warmer climate. Mm -hmm. Um, But that said, you know, we're looking at this deal. It's like, okay, well it's a newer construction deal. Uh, It doesn't need any renovation. Um, so what's the value add play? Well, yeah. the value add play in this scenario is we're picking up at a heavy discount. Mm-hmm. So this thing last appraised, it was foreclosed on because the developer who built it, um, wasn't a hotel operator. Um, apparently this gentleman had built uh, some condos in the surrounding area, um, got into some trouble. Um, and basically, you know, we found out when we got into due diligence that this gentleman had like hired a lot of his family members to to work on staff and paying like the housekeepers, like six figures and all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, but all that to say is stop making the debt service payments. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, next thing you know, the lender takes it back and they got to get this deal off their books before the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And we just happened to be right place, right time, build that relationship out and they said, hey, we thought you guys would be the perfect buyer for this, this property. Mm-hmm. Um, and so next thing you know, we, Lauren and I fly up there, we tour it, quickly put it under contracts. And, um, you know, it recently appraised or most recently appraised for $7.5 million, And we were able to pick it up for $4.87 million, uh, after the seller credit. Mm-hmm. And um, interest only, I'm sorry, 0% interest until July of 24, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. So, you know, we were stepping into the property with automatic equity. Now yep. we do have to stabilize the property. We do have to get it up and running. It was underperforming, obviously. Um, but I think that's where the secret sauce comes in. We, yep. we self-manage all of our uh, all of our stuff. And so it allows us to come in, walk into some equity. All we got to do is you know, implement some good operations, implement some good marketing, um, really pay attention to the revenue management and get this thing cash flowing. And mm-hmm. so once we can do that, I think, um, you know, the, the play here really 18, 24 months in is either sell for a really nice profit. Our investors will, will make out nicely or we refi, mm-hmm. you know, this is a lot of it's going to depend in, uh, on where the rates are come, come two years from now, but, or we refi into some perm debt pull some money out and, and hold this thing long-term. So really we got a couple strategies here and um, a lot of it will depend on how this property is performing, but also where the interest rate environment is come mm-hmm. 18 to 24 months from now. 
yeah, I'm excited to see, um, you know, what happens with it. I know the girls were up there and they already have like a bunch of different ideas and, you know, they'll obviously crush it with the operations, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. I think, you know, that's maybe another reason it went so smoothly. They were pretty motivated to get this off their books this year. So, uh, good for us, smooth sailing, but, uh, yeah, it's a good looking asset. Yeah, no, it is. And, and people, you know, listening might be wondering, well, how, how come the lender is able to sell this deal to you guys for so cheap? Well, the reason is, is most of these lenders, when they lend on these assets, they're only lending for a percentage of what the, what the value is. And so mm. uh, when this thing appraised for 7.5 million, their loan amount on that 7.5 was probably closer to like four and a half, mm-hmm. maybe 5 million at the, on the high side, probably closer to four and a half. So now they're only in on this deal for four and a half. And then that, that's how they're able to sell it to us for 4.87, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're not hotel operators. They're not trying to be, you know, investors. They, they're good at what they do and that's lending. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for them, they just really want this thing to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially they're kind of our partner cause they're basically providing the financing for us for two years, but they, they want it to go successful cause they don't want to take it back again. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so, you know, going in, I, I told the team, I was like, look, you know, let's make this transaction as smooth as possible for them because, you know, if it goes smoothly, I want to be first in line to pick up some of their other product that goes bad in their portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely an alignment of interest there with them. And I think just that relationship and like nurturing that and, um, you know, keeping that relationship strong is going to be super important. So, um, yeah, if it, it worked out, it was a kind of right time, right place type of thing, but just, um, you never really know where those relationships will lead. So, yeah, I picked up one other deal, uh, in my, my real estate career that was similar to this. Um, there's a, a broker out in Cincinnati. His name is JD Smurgy. He's one of my, one of my buddies, but he sold me my first deal, uh, that was 11 unit building in Cincinnati. And we, since then we kind of become friends, uh, super cool dude. We're about the same age. I was like brand new in real estate investing. He was kind of new to the, the, the brokerage side. And so we just became friends. We kept in touch and, um, we just kind of hit it off from the jump, but, uh, he hits me up like a year later and he's like, Hey dude. Um, he calls me. He's like a random, like, I think it was like during COVID. I think everyone was on lockdown, but he gives me a ring. He's like, Hey dude, um, I got this deal that, uh, is a really good deal and, and you should look at it. And uh, this, this uncle had owned this deal. It was an eight unit apartment building, uh, on the North side, on the South side of Cincinnati, which is the Kentucky side, mm-hmm. but it's Northern Kentucky in an area called Covington. Uh, so it's Cincinnati MSA, but it's on the Kentucky side, the Ohio river kind of splits, uh, Cincinnati. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's like, Hey, this, this uncle owned this deal for 30 years, took really, really good care of the property. The dude's retiring. He's gifted this property to his nephew, uh, for $200,000. No, I'm sorry for $130,000. That's mm-hmm. what it was for $130,000. He gifted this property to his nephew and his nephew wanted nothing to do with this property. Um, and so he's like, just want to make a quick buck and sell it. So somehow JD gets a hold of this, this nephew. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'll sell it for you. <laughs> so uh, next thing you know, they want to sell the deal for $200,000. This is eight units uh, in Cincinnati. And at the time I remember like I had just like, I didn't have any money. I, I just bought like a couple th- deals. I cashed out my 401k and I was mm-hmm. like, I was broke. And so I knew it was a good deal. So I was like, let's lock this up. So we locked it up. 
And uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take my time to figure out some, some financing. And so I got creative. Um, I didn't know how I was going to take it down. I got very creative. I went and started calling all these hard money lenders. I started reaching out to everyone I knew in the space. I was like, Hey, do you know any private like money lenders that, that would fund something like this? And so I was able to find a lender, uh, and shout out to, uh, to Amy, I'm not going to say her last name, but, but you know, Amy, <laughs> and, and this is the first deal I did with her. And now she's done a bunch of stuff with me, which is really cool. And we, we have a great relationship, but, uh, I went to Amy and I said, Hey, like this thing is worth a lot more than what yeah. I'm picking it up as. Will you finance, will you finance like the entire thing? It's worth a lot more and I'll just refi you out. And, um, turns out she ended up doing the loan. Um, the appraisal came in way above that. She financed it. And this particular deal didn't need a ton of mm -hmm. work. It just needed a little love, you know? And mm -hmm. so, um, bought the deal, uh, ended up buying it for 207. She financed $200,000. So I got it for 7,000 down. There's an eight unit apartment building <laughs> for 7,000 down plus the closing costs. And, um, and fast forward to like, I think 12 months later, we did a nice refi. This thing uh, appraised in the 400s and I pulled out a new loan for, I think, 320. So I pulled out like a hundred and something thousand dollars and I still own that deal today. So uh, I say all this in that, you know, the value add doesn't always have to be this heavy renovation. It doesn't have to be this like big project. It can just be you simply just finding a really good deal and stepping into that good deal and just walking into the equity. Yeah, that's a great point. Shout out, Amy. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, JD, and and shout out, Amy. So anyways, um, I hope this episode was helpful for the listeners out there. And um, yeah, excited for uh, tonight's event, Alex. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And I, I think... Yeah, hopefully, I mean, you made some good points. I think sometimes people, when they see value add, don't focus on, you know, the potential of like just finding properties at, you know, good deals at discount. So um, hopefully it's helpful. It definitely is uh, eye-opening for me as well. So mm -hmm. thanks for sharing. I'm looking forward to tonight and uh, hope everyone has a good and safe holiday. She's Alex Johnson. I'm Rich Summers. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.